Here's the big question. What if you had to start over from scratch and build a business with limited time and resources? Maybe the economy just pulled the rug out from under you, or you're in a business that's underperforming or a career that's going nowhere. How would you flip the switch to go from where you're at to where you wanna go? A profitable business that supports your family and allows you to live the life you were meant to live. My name is Jason Liu, and each week I'm gonna bring you guests that are further down the road while documenting my own journey. Welcome to the business of feeling good. So what is going on, everyone? Uh, Jason Liu here for another episode of The Business of Feeling Good. And today is a bit of a hodgepodge of an episode because I've got two topics I just want to briefly touch on. And hopefully you guys can grab some value out of it. The first one is kind of behind the scenes because I edited an episode that I was intending to release and then scrapped it. So I want to share with you guys why I scrapped that episode. And then two, I had a friend reach out to evaluate their presentation. And some of you guys are in sales, some of you guys are in business right now, and maybe some of you guys are trying to tweak right your presentations to fit this new landscape. And so I wanted to share with you guys the three bits of uh, constructive feedback that I gave this person because I think it applies to all presentations and presentations are something that I love to sink my teeth into. It's something I've been doing for 18, 19 years now. And my best presentation did over $7 million in one year. So um, I'm going to share with you guys exactly um, what I shared with them, but to the podcast first, because I think this is something worth Um, if you're creating right now, if you're someone that is creating content, developing content, whether you're putting it out on blogs, social media, Facebook lives, Instagram lives, TikTok, whatever right now, I think that I almost was forcing to put out this episode because I had invested so much time into it. So I had created an episode around, which felt really good at the time around honoring your word to yourself, the commitments you make to yourself. And I got a great reinforcement lesson from my mentor, shared an amazing story about Harvard professor who had worked for three business, uh, sorry, three presidential candidates. And he had gone out there and brought together some 300 of the best leaders in the world, 10 day conference on leadership. And the whole idea of the topic was honoring your word and honoring your commitments to yourself and how often we break those which I think I still think is a relevant conversation to be having, but the end of recording this and editing it and putting it together and investing all those hours into it, I didn't understand the point of my own content. What was the lesson I was supposed to leave with it? And was it an actionable item? And for some reason, I just couldn't figure out that close or that finish or how it was supposed to come together. And I said, forget it, scrap it and start new. And I think that it's such a freeing ability to say that even if you invest time, even if you put the energy and effort into something, you don't have to produce or put it out just because you invested that time. Part of the beauty of the being creative and part of the beauty of it is being able to edit and say, I like it or I don't like it. And hopefully my my eye or ear for the style that I'm putting out or the client that I'm trying to create this for if I'm not excited by it, by it, I don't know that the client's going to be excited with it. And so being able to edit and cut it and say, I'm going to do something different, I think is meaningful. And hopefully that's freeing to you. So that was kind of the first share I wanted to do today. 
The second share was really around presentations. And maybe you're someone right now that's pivoting your sales presentations. Um, if you work at all on webinars, if you work at all on having a product or service or selling yourself, presentations are something that I love. And if you guys want more content on presentations, please comment. Um, if it's something that you're interested in, like how to sell stuff, I'm fascinated by. Um, I learned presentations not because I was necessarily good at them, but because I was able to memorize them. <laughs> so I learned violin through a method called Suzuki, which is essentially playing the audio recording of a song over and over and over again. Like my entire childhood between the ages of six and 18 were probably filled with more classical music than they were anything cool or relevant or any 80s or 90s music. I just had none of it. And so when it came to presentations and me learning sales presentations, I would actually go around with like one of those recorder microphones like that you would see old school ESPN reporters like hold up to the faces of sports athletes. I would record, I'd have one of those and I would record um, whoever my favorite presenters were and record presentations. And then I'd put them, burn them to like a CD, right? And I'd put it in my CD player and I'd listen to it again and again and again and again until I learned it. And eventually over time, it took me a moment to figure out why these presentations were working. But by that point, I almost had all these components memorized because I'd seen them in action so often. And so, like I said earlier, um, it's something that I, I love dissecting. And so when this individual asked me to come on, listen to the presentation and kind of give feedback, I had three kind of points that I see again and again, but they just kind of came up today. And I thought I'd share them with you guys. So number one, if you are selling a product or service or anything in terms of a presentation, a webinar, a face-to-face, -face, even though we're not doing this in the age of COVID right now, but if you're doing any type of presentation, we always had this rule where we would take a presentation and take someone that had never heard of a product or service and had them go through the presentation and anything they didn't understand, we'd flag it. So it could be uh, you know, it could be a term, it could be some sort of jargon, it could be something nerdy. Um, you know, I was working with, this was separate, but I was working with a client who was a physical therapist um, who did sports medicine, really smart guy, used really, really big words. He was like, this, the tibula, tibula is, you know, connected to this and this connected to that. And I was like, I have no clue what you just said. Like, I, I don't know where any of that is in my body right now. And he's like, oh, I was like, but it's here and here and here. I was like, okay, but the person you're selling it to, do they understand that? And so we came up with the rule. I didn't come up with this. We kind of uh, ethically stole it from Russell Brunson, who's absolutely the man. He wrote a product called ClickFunnels, and he has this amazing book collection, which, by the way, you guys should get a hold of. And a lot of it comes from Dan Kennedy. But his rule when it came to jargon was the it's kind of like. So anything that didn't make sense to your layman person, you got to translate to it's kind of like this. So. 20 years ago when I was selling a nutrition product, um, it was a, it was a multi-mineral and vitamin formulation that was chelated. And everyone was like, the heck is chelation, right? And we had this rule that every time that term would come up, we wouldn't say it. We say, well, it's kind of like, and the way we would explain it is kind of like, you know how most, I don't know if you know, but most mineral, most mineral vitamin formulations are made with plastics. And that's why if you take it, your body can't break it down and you just pass it straight through your system. But when you chelate it, it means that it's almost like every mineral and vitamin has a key, right? And this key allows it to be unlocked. And now your body can take all those nutrients and absorb them in, can actually use them. Does that make sense? So we'd explain it like that. And people are like, oh yeah, totally. I get it. Right. 
And so the same is true now, which is if you're selling anything, make it super simple, right? Explain to me in just like a one or two sentences, it's kind of like this, right? We had a friend that was marketing a bag that was theft proof and they had this really cool tech and there was all these different polymers and things like that that went into it. And I was like, no, 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 no. Imagine I'm six and he's like, okay, well, he's like, and it just saw like infinity war and he's like, well, okay. Imagine it's kind of like, you know, Wolverine is like a superhero, right? And he, every time he gets cut, his body will like regenerate, like, it, like the cut will, will seal itself up. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but in a fabric form. And we're like, oh, that's awesome, right? So making things simple to digest for everyone, it's called the, it's kind of like rule. So if you have any type of jargon, simplify it for people. That's, that's always number one when looking at a presentation. Two, how does that apply to me? So a lot of you have products that apply to a lot of different people. I had a product that was an intermittent fasting product, which got really popular by the way. But in my mind, it made sense for every single person I came in contact with, but it didn't make sense to them. I was like, how can't you see this? Everyone needs to be doing intermittent fasting. Again, intermittent fasting is another jargon term, which you kind of got to be like, well, it's kind of like, right? But then being able to explain it to people in a way that how it applies specifically to them. So what we ended up doing was he took a survey of all the people that were coming to us for this product. And we had people that were you know, in their golden years right now. We had people that were young and didn't want to lose weight, but were athletes. We had people that were, had, you know, were 300 pounds overweight. And so what we ended up doing is it sounded ridiculous, but we took 15 minutes out of the presentation and just said, so if you're someone that's a male and you're an athlete and you're not actually wanting to lose weight, here's why intermittent fasting is important for you. You know, and we go into the fact that, you know, it allows you to, you know, make more HGH, which is kind of like, you know, that area of your body that allows you to build more muscle. And then if you're someone that's like, you know, over hundred pounds overweight, here's why you should do intermittent fasting. Here's why it works for your body. Or, you know, if you're in your golden years, maybe weight loss isn't the most important thing. Here's why intermittent fasting. And there was a you know, uh, removing of toxin type of a thing applied to it. Here's why it's important to you. So we'd go through all these different demographics and we had probably nine to 11 of them. And it sounds ridiculous, but our conversions went up the moment we, we specifically told each area of people that were tuning into this presentation, how it applied to them. I can't tell you how many times someone would come up to me like, yeah, that's great, but I don't have any weight to lose. Or yeah, that, that product sounds fantastic, but you know, uh, my goal is this. And I'm like, no, 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 you, you don't get it. And as soon as we said, here's why it's for you and here's why it's for you and here's why it's for you, the conversion, the number of people buying went through the roof. So take the time to figure out who's coming to you or who you're marketing to and create a specific scenario for each and every single you know, avatar or person that's coming through. That'd be number two. Number three here when it comes to presentations is what I like to call pain versus pleasure. And what's Really interesting about most leaders and entrepreneurs and people creating business is that most of us are motivated towards uh, moving towards pleasure. Like, uh, you know, there's a trip I want to go on to, or there's something I want to create, or there's an income I want to create. Like, I'm moving towards that, and that's really exciting to me. But most of the people that you're selling to typically are running, are, are, are looking to buy to avoid pain right? They don't want this to happen. They're worried about this, uh, you know, coming up in their lives. And so 
A lot of times when you're creating a sales presentation, the goal is A, you got to simplify it, which we just talked about. B, how does it apply to them specifically? But three, what happens if they don't use the product? And what's the type of pain that they can experience if they don't use your product? So I had a separate friend who did a product on um, how to do, how to write ads. It was a copyright program. And he did a really great job of explaining, here's why you want to have someone that knows what they're doing. Because if you don't, right, you can run into problems with, at the time, it was like Facebook. They'll ban your, your account because you don't follow the guidelines properly. And the thing that you don't want to have happen is them to shut off your ad account. And these are all the problems that people have run into when they don't use my service. People are like, oh, I don't, I don't definitely don't want my account shut down. I don't want to lose my stream of income. And so they're like, okay, you know, like I understand why I need to buy your product. But it's that simple tweak of like, what happens if you don't use this system? What happens if you don't invest into yourself? What happens if, you know, I don't take this supplement? Those are all really important things to highlight as well because you have different people, people that are moving towards pleasure. You also have people that are moving away from pain. So those three things um, were the exact advice actually I gave this individual today. And um, hopefully I'll I'll give you guys a follow-up on how it's helped to convert um, because I have no doubt once you start implementing some of these, your sales conversions and sales presentations can go through the roof. So um, hope that's some value. That's what's kind of going on in my life right now. Uh, Scrapped or scrapped podcast and then tweaking presentations. Um, but yeah, hope, hopefully that you guys got something out of that, that you can sink your teeth into and then apply to your business. But we'll see you guys in the next episode. My name is Jason and peace. Thanks again. I hope you guys grabbed some great value out of today's conversation. If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to meet you personally. We've got a free Facebook community that you can dive into, free content, more resources, and I do lives every single week where I get a chance to interact with you and help coach you on exactly what you need. If you want to find it, you can find us at The Business of Feeling Good, or you can search the hashtag BOFG. Again, that's hashtag BOFG. If you like this episode, please share it. I'd love to hear from you. Your comments, your reviews truly mean so much to me. It's the lifeblood of what keeps me going and it's how I craft the content that's better gonna impact you. I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.